This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Those voices you heard are Canty and they are Carlin, although I still don't know why I didn't pick All I Do Is Win. I've been That's the third time we've heard that coming, that, that segment there, and, and each time I keep hoping they're going to say All I Do Is Win instead, but I keep being disappointed. But that's just me. I'm Michael Rossi, and she's Vanessa Richardson. We're in for Canty and Carlin today. Canty and Carlin presented by Progressive Insurance. It's on ESPN Radio, ESPN App, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and we're happy to go out to the call-in line now to be joined by none other than Canty. Chris Canty, how you doing, man? Ross Dave Richardson, appreciate y'all holding it down for us. I am doing good. <laughs> Fresh off of my 4th of July. Had a happy holiday with the family, although it got off to an auspicious start, to say the least. Auspicious? That's a word. Well, why? Why? I can use it. I can't spell it, though, Vanessa, so don't, <laughs> don't hold me to it. Um, but no, so... Uh, this is typically a story that's reserved for the Florida man, but it actually <laughs> happened in the neighborhood where my family has a beach house in South Carolina. There was a woman attacked and killed by an alligator, and my 4th oh, no. of July started with my neighbor running down the driveway to warn me that there was an alligator that was on the loose that had attacked a woman and killed a woman. So I, nobody had that on the bingo card. Very, very strange. There's no way to transition to talking about sports after I bring that story up, but you have to talk about it because that's how my 4th of July started. Yeah, so did that ruin, like, your 4th of July, though? Were you able to recover? Oh, we were able to recover. I mean, we had the, the, the cocktails. We had the grill going. We had it all going. It was, it was still a, a happy 4th. It was just a really strange start when you had that kind of news followed up with, cop cars and reporter cameras everywhere. Just very, very strange. Uh, they were able to remove the gator from the pond in the neighborhood, but it was just still really weird that that happened on the 4th of July. Yeah, Kenny, I, I got nothing for I, I don't even know where Speaking to go from here. Speaking of gators, I'd say <laughs> University of Florida has a great home it's field advantage. Home field exactly. advantage is... <laughs> That was the best I got. That's the best I got. Hey, good, good job, good effort. Thank you. I, tried. Was, I really did. <laughs> Kenny, like, but on Fourth of July, you know, we know you're big into food. I'm big into food. Is there a food? We all. I watched Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm assuming you didn't. That no one caught the gator, and maybe you ate gator. I, I don't know. But like, what's the food you feel like you can house better than anybody? Oh, that is a great question. So 4th of July, so what we had on the grill, we had some lobster tails and some mm-hmm. Italian sausages. I know that's a strange combination, but somehow, some way it works. Uh, my wife is a master at being able to put a lot of different things together, um, some that you wouldn't think are great pairings but turn out to make magic. So that's what we had, and it was outstanding. But when it comes to traditional 4th of July eats, brother, when it comes to that pan of macaroni and cheese – where you got like three or four different types of cheeses, I can put that away. So Mine's I know it's not potatoes, something that so you're, I believe you're looking you. Yeah, it's not something like it's funny because you typically think of food that's on the grill, but the Fourth of July there's always going to be a pan of mac and cheese at my house, and I'm going to put that away. Like half the pan of the mac and cheese is reserved for me, and the other half is for everybody else in my family. I don't even. I don't even know what to say to that. Dang. I respect it. I respect <laughs> it. 
What do you mean? What do you mac? Who doesn't like mac and cheese? Yeah, I, like, I don't know. Terrible like, people. Terrible people can't that's, do that too. But that's I'm right there with you. If you don't eat mac and cheese, you're in the same bucket of people that don't like bacon and people that wear Air Force Ones that are black. You know what? <laughs> All of those people, you can't trust them. If you see somebody walking down the street in black Air Force Ones, cross the damn street. Ooh. If somebody tells you that they don't like bacon. You need to get from around them. If they tell you they don't like macaroni and cheese, you need to not only stay away from them, but anybody that calls that person a friend. That's, That's why it didn't work out with, with the vegetarian guy I dated that used to wear the black Air Force Ones. I mean, now I know. Now there I know. But, but, but Kenny, could you, could you compete with Joey Chestnut here because he wants a 15 pounds of macaroni and cheese? Disgusting. Ugh, 16 pounds. <laughs> I, I don't know what that he would He ate a toddler of macaroni and cheese. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know if I could do 16 pounds. His, his stomach, his small intestine is going to be all swole for the rest of the week. I, I, just, I, don't, I don't know, man. I, can, I don't know if I can do that with Joey Chestnut. And here's the thing. I was watching the contest yesterday. It was canceled and it was back on. Very, very strange how all of that happened. But then I found myself, when it first started, feeling, I, I don't know, I felt bad that I was actually watching it. It's kind of like, you know, somebody rubbernecking after seeing a car crash. Like, you, you're not supposed to be looking at it, but you can't help but look at it because it's such a spectacle. Like, I, I don't think you can classify it as a sport, but it's one of those things that you can't help but flip the channel to, and you watch it, but you, you feel bad for watching it, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. You are the only one that feels bad watching it in, among the two of us. I, I, I love it. I will watch every minute of it. I will watch it, the women's competition. I will watch a replay of it later. Ross, it's, it's kind of cringeworthy, though. Like, think about they're shoveling <laughs> hot dogs in their mouth, and you know they're not eating it for the enjoyment of it. They're just trying to break a record, and they're sopping it in water. Who does that? That's yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. That's why I can't watch it. And then shoveling, shoveling it in your mouth? Like, you can't enjoy a hot dog that way. Stop yourself. It's not enjoyable. Like, I just, I, that's the part that makes it cringeworthy. Like, how they're eating it, how they're shoving it. And they look like they're trying to keep themselves from throwing up because they're gagging before they try to swallow the next hot dog. I just, I can't, I can't look at it as a sport, but it is one of those things that you, you have to watch, even though you're clutching your pearls when you do so. You but can't it's just tell me they're not bulimic. You have to watch it. <laughs> We're, we're talking to <laughs> we're talking to Chris Canny, the host of this show, Canny and Carlin on ESPN Radio, alongside Vanessa Richardson. I'm Michael Rossi. We're filling in for Candy today, talking all about you know hot dogs and eating food. But you were on the radio earlier today, and you ranked your top five home field advantages. I'll give them to people really quick: five Philly, four Miami, three Denver, two Seattle, one Kansas City. Vanessa, let's start with you, Vanessa. Yes. Where, what of that list? What question do you have for Candy? So mine was, now listen, he has a distinct advantage, which, spoiler alert, um, he played and I didn't. But mine was five Bills, four Green Bay, three Denver, due to mostly the altitude. Philly was number two for me just based on what I've heard with their crazy fans, with the dog masks, with the distractions, with the loudness. And then number one, I think, has to be Kansas City Chiefs, especially right now with how dominant they are. And then you take into account how loud it is uh, as well. So I, I guess I'll ask you, where where do you see the mistake on my list or where would you disagree as a former player? We had similarities, well, I mean, but it wasn't envi- exactly the same. The, the environment factors in absolutely when it comes to Miami, right? We, we think that, thinking about Denver with the altitude and how it's hard to catch your breath. 
But if you ever played in September in Miami, it's damn hard to catch your breath. It's 100 degrees down there, and the humidity is 100 degrees, 102. Like, it's, it's crazy how hard it is to breathe when you're playing against the Miami Dolphins. But it's not just September, Vanessa. It's also in December because you're playing against all these other cold-weather teams, and then all of a sudden you drop in a 90-degree day in South Beach in December. So, again, hard to breathe, hard to catch your breath. There's a distinct advantage for the home team under those circumstances. So that's why I had Miami in my top five. And then the other team that you didn't have in your top five that I had in mind was Seattle just Mm -hmm. because of the crowd noise. And I would harken back to what happened in the early 2010s where we had the beast quake where Marshawn Lynch is running through the New Orleans Saints defense on their way to winning that playoff game. And that play registered on whatever scale that the United States Geological Survey has when they measure geological events. Like, that that was that kind of event. That's how loud the Seattle Seahawks stadium is. I don't even know what the hell they call the stadium these days, the Central League or whatever it is, but it's loud as hell in there. You cannot hear anything when you're on the field. It's deafening. It's the second loudest venue in the NFL behind the Kansas City Chiefs. That's why I had to have it in my top five. So the 12th man is like the real deal, like a real thing. That's a real thing. That's a real thing. It absolutely is a real thing. And the other thing you factor in with Seattle is that it's an outpost. There is no short trip to Seattle for any NFL team. Like even West Coast teams. It's not a quick trip to Seattle. Like I played on the East Coast the majority of my career. Yeah, that's a six-hour flight. So there's always Mm -hmm. that part to factor into it as well, like, you got to get there, and then you got to prepare for the crowd noise. It makes it a really tough environment. Well, here, so one thing we're talking to Chris Canny, host of Canny and Carlin here on ESPN Radio, alongside Vanessa Richardson and Michael Rossi. And the one thing, Canny, that you mentioned with Miami, having covered games at Hard Rock, what they did was kind of brilliant because they put the visitors' sideline right in the sun. Like, and you know this, you played there, right there. Like, you can't avoid it for an afternoon game. So it's like, it's... Yeah, we're on the sunny side of the stadium. <laughs> we're on the yeah. sunny side of the stadium. Exactly. <laughs> and you well, hate that's, it, but that's, just, that, that's, the, that's the home cooking that's baked in to having home field advantage down there in Miami. And yeah, so no, maybe it, it's not fighting the crowd as much as you would at other NFL venues, but you're fighting the elements. And, you know, most of the time, when you start talking about September and December football, that can get the best of a lot of visiting teams. So I, here's the, the other thing I have, because I, I struggle with this. Again, I cover the NFL. You know that. Like we, I go all over, the, all over the country seeing games. I feel like with the exception of a few stadiums, though, home field advantage to me doesn't feel like it exists. But I'm up in press boxes. As a, pl- as a former player, Like, did you sense that it actually mattered and it existed most places in the league? Uh, home field matters from the standpoint of players being creatures of habit and being able to stay in their routine and, and staying in, in environments that are familiar to them. I think that's when you get the best out of, out of high-level athletes. And so if you don't have to have the travel, if you don't have to break your routine, if you get to have your own locker, your own training room, all of those things, I think there's a huge advantage in that. Now, as far as when you get into um, the, 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 the stadium and you're actually – on the field, I don't know that it matters that much. Um, I think for the offense, it makes a difference when you're able to use the hard count um, as opposed to having to work off of the silent count being a visiting team with the crowd noise. Um, but that would be the only competitive advantage 
that I would see playing out on the field uh, between, you know, between the home team versus the away team. I know you're a baseball guy. I remember Astros manager Dusty Baker said sometimes, and of course he's talking about baseball, but sometimes players with young kids will actually play better on the road because they're getting like a full night's sleep in, you know, in the hotel. So I guess sometimes it can have the opposite effect. It feels like it's just player by player. Uh, I, I get where where Dusty is coming from, Vanessa, but I will say this. There's nothing like sleeping in your own bed. You know, and when Don't you get I to a certain it. stage in your career as a veteran player, when you get a chance to sleep in your own bed the night before a game, game that's a game changer. Um, <laughs> and, and so just, you know, like, <laughs> I'll say this, like, it, it, you know, we've stayed, we stayed in nice hotels when I played, but there's nothing like my Tempur-Pedic hotel. Shout out to Tempur-Pedic uh, for making that adjustable mattress. <laughs> uh, but being able to sleep in that, get a good night's sleep in that, it, 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 there's nothing, mm-hmm. nothing like it. So, um, yeah, as a player, you just want everything the same so you can have – you know, peak physical condition and peak optimal performance. That's what it's all about. I don't know. I'm I'm partial to the West End Dream mattress, but that, that's just me. I don't know, maybe that's why I like staying hotels, Kenny. I I, I, I don't know. <laughs> that's personally what I, I I'm like. I'm a fan of whatever mattress get company wants to sponsor me. <laughs> yeah, heck yeah. You you plug Tampa Pedic. I'm gonna plug the hotel chain I've stayed in that maybe titanium <laughs> that stayed maybe titanium elite for over a decade. But in all seriousness, like when you were talking, because you obviously played at Virginia, you played in the ACC. Like I to me, home field advantage exists in two places: college football, college basketball. Like, that to me is where you actually feel it and actually see it. Am I, am uh, I off base, you uh, think? Uh, I, I will say this. There, there are certain venues where you feel it in professional sports. Like, playing in the NFC East, I felt it in Philadelphia. You know, I was with the Cowboys. I was with the Giants. You know, one thing that Cowboys fans and, and Giants fans have in common, they all despise Eagles fans and they look down their nose at them because the Eagles fans have no boundaries when it comes to making the visiting team and their fans as uncomfortable as they can humanly as humanly possible. Remember this, before the link there was the vet. And at the old veteran stadium, they had a jail underneath the stadium. <laughs> These are the same fans that threw snowballs at Santa Claus, for goodness mm-hmm. sakes, fans that ate horse poo because their team won a Super Bowl in twenty seventeen. <sighs> the Philadelphia the Philadelphia Eagles fans they put the word fans in fanatic. They, they are nuts. They are crazy. They are out of their brains. They forget to be human beings for, what is it, eight or nine Sundays <laughs> out of the year when they have <laughs> Eagles home games. And so, to me, that is one of the most distinct home field advantages in all of professional sports. Not just the NFL, but in all of professional sports. So I'm based in Houston, covered the Texans for a while. I'm from Indiana, so I'm a Colts fan. So the AFC South is of great, great interest to me. And I think it's going to be – I think it's an underrated storyline, right? Because you're going to have Anthony Richardson and C.J. Stroud, and then you're going to have Ryan Tannehill, who's obviously getting a little bit older, and then you have Trevor Lawrence, you know, another year under Doug Peterson. How much will he improve? What is your prediction for the AFC South this year? What do you think we're going to see? I actually think they're going to be better than people are giving him credit for. Uh, I am I am bullish I am bullish on CJ Stroud. I think he's going to be a lot better than what people are giving him credit for and the expectations that they're going to have on that Texans team. And I also think that Anthony Richardson is going to play sooner uh, than than later when it comes to the Colts plans and how they're going to integrate him into pro football. I, I just think that both of those young quarterbacks are going to have a lot to work with. I think they'll have improved offensive lines. 
um, and, and they also have the ability to be playmakers, not only with their arm talent, but with their mobility. So I, I just I think there's a lot to like for both of those guys. And then, of course, Trevor Lawrence, who is a top five to seven quarterback in the National Football League. Like, that is going to be a division that's going to surprise some people in terms of the kind of, uh, I, I guess, the kind of teams that they're going to field in 2023. Well, Candy, we'll get you out of here on this. We're talking to Chris Candy, host of Candy and Carlin here. This pre- very, very show on ESPN Radio. Uh, at the top, we heard you talk about the white party, so we'll end with the white party. Nice symmetry here in this 20-minute segment. What do you think it's going to take for you to, for you or, or moreover, Carlin to get an invite to the white party and to get Carlin in those linens he was talking about? Well, here's the thing. Now that Carlin has told me he's willing to rock the all-white linen suit with the white hat and the white slipper shoes, we just got to make it happen. And I, as a good teammate... I want to facilitate his greatness, so I know exactly where to get the 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 linen pants with the elastane waistband that can fit the big fella, but also be comfortable, yet also be stylish. He's just got to come up with the one element, which is the hat. And that's where I'm concerned, guys, because I don't know that I can trust Carlin's ability to get the right hat. I'm going to point him in the right direction. I just hope that he executes the game plan by getting the hat to match the fit with the shoes. And, well, as long, I, and if we post that photo of Carlin in all white with the hat, there's no way that he doesn't get the invite to Michael <laughs> Rubin's white party next summer in the Hamptons. So fresh and so Go clean. Ahead. I mean, well, but, but Kenny, you and Carlin should just have your own white party. Seriously, turn it to Kenny and Carlin white party, make it a whole thing, and turn it into a whole event. Like, this could be a promotional genius, man. Well, I don't know if I could turn it into a white party as big as Michael Rubens. I don't. I don't fair, have J Lo in my and and all and P Diddy and all and Jay Z. I don't have them in my cell phone, so I don't know that it would be as lit as Michael Rubens' white party. Which is why the goal is to try to shoehorn Carlin into the Michael <laughs> Rubens white party in 2024. Now, guys, I, I guess we all know that that's going to have to be a hell of a big shoehorn. But I feel like we can make it happen. I feel hey, like I'll have ESPN my people Radio call your people get behind us. Absolutely. We got to all come together, get behind this, to get Carlin at the Michael Rubin White Party in the Hamptons in 2024. Oh, listen, Carlin 24, It is the campaign is on, and and we're going to make sure we mention it the rest of the week here on Kenny and Carlin. Kenny, thanks so much for the time, man. It needs to be one of those goals. Just like we have all of the goals for ratings with our radio shows, we need to have that as one of our goals, one of our key metrics for this upcoming year. Getting Carlin to the Michael Rubin white party. I mean, I'm Carl, Kenny. I'm totally in on this. I'm a hundred percent in on this, man. <laughs> Thanks for the time, right, thank bud. You all. Appreciate it. <laughs> that, of course, the great Chris Canny, the host of Canny and Carlin on ESPN Radio, this very show, as we have launched today, Carlin 24, get Chris Carlin to the Michael can. Rubin White Party. Coming up, which team has the best home field advantage in all of sports? Plus, which team is the biggest threat to the Nuggets in the West? And what is the biggest threat to Carlin getting to the White Party next year? That's all coming next after Vanessa has the word from Vivid Seats. Yes, Vivid Seats here at Canty and Carlin. We're fired up for the MLB season. 
Luckily for you, our friends at Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, have great deals on great seats with a huge selection of tickets to this year's hottest matchups. Experience every crack of the bat, every diving catch, and every heart-pounding play of your favorite team live and in person. Just visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, experience it live. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. We want to try our hardest to keep this core of guys together. Look what they did. Gabe Vincent, Austin Reeves, Rui Hachimura, Torian Prince. Also improve around the edges and on the margins to not only get back to where we were last year, but hopefully take the next step. They could not have drawn up a free agency that broke better for them. I thought they'd been terrific. I would give them an A. And We're going to try our best to stay in that pack or at the head of that pack. So, of course, a lot of what you heard there, you actually didn't hear the name of the team. The team that they were talking about over and over again, the Las 
Angeles Lakers, the team of LeBron James, the team of AD, the team of will this be LeBron's last year in L.A.? This is Candy and Carlin on ESPN Radio, ESPN App, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Candy and Carlin is always presented by Progressive Insurance alongside Vanessa Richardson. I'm Michael Rothstein. Join the conversation on the CC call in line, 1-88-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We've been talking about it for a while now. Which team do you feel has the best home field advantage in all? All of sports, we've been focused mostly on the NFL, but all of sports, which team has the biggest home field advantage? And Vanessa Richardson, I will posit this. The team that has the biggest home field advantage in the NBA is the Denver Nuggets. I actually don't disagree with you on that. Okay. So I had the Denver Broncos on my list for the top five home field advantages in the NFL. Every athlete I've talked to that has played for a long period of time, whether they're MLB and talking about playing the Rockies, etc. They say that the altitude is a huge deal. We, okay, I say we because I work for the Houston Rockets, and we played the Nuggets twice in a row this year, this past season, with a day off in between. So we were in Denver for like a hearty like four days. The allergies, the air, all of that. And I like to stay fit. I like to work out. It really does get to you. So I actually agree with you. Now, there there are other like, you know, if it's playoff time and if we talked about Philly sports fans, how psychotic they are, could you maybe argue that during playoffs that maybe Philly moves up on the list or one of those cities like that? But I do see, you know, I yeah, I mean, I can see that in Denver for sure because of the air quality. Well, I think you saw it in the playoffs, which is, I mean, you saw it in their home, their home record this year, right? But you saw in the playoffs too where they did not lose game once. In the playoffs, because they were they had the home field advantage, and over and over and over again, it just takes so long. It takes you two or three days to adjust to that altitude. If you've been, if you've lived in Denver, I mean, if you've been anywhere that's really mountainous, like other countries, like in South America or even I in like Asia, like yeah, it's you just there is. There's a difference to that, and it takes a little bit of time, especially in a sport like the NBA where there's almost constant movement. I mean, when you look at it this year, they had actually the second-best home record. The Memphis Grizzlies were 35-6. and six, The Nuggets were 34-7. and seven, The Warriors were 33-8 and eight and atrocious on the road. And then you had the Bucks and the Celtics both 32-9. and nine. Those are the only teams in the NBA last year that lost less than 10 games at home. So now that we're talking about the Nuggets, which team in the West do you think is the biggest threat to Denver? Is it the Suns, the Lakers, the Warriors, the Grizz? If, if whenever Ja comes back, he's, he's right. Is it a team that we're not talking about on that list? Who, who, who to you is the biggest threat? I, other than I'm going to say it's clearly not the Rockets. Oh, okay. So first of all, don't sleep on my Rockets. It is play in tournament time, I think, for Ime Udoka and this young coaching staff. They have one of the best shooting coaches in Ben Sullivan. They just added some major pieces. They have the athleticism of Amon Thompson. Don't sleep on my Rockets. Now, would I say they're the biggest threat? No. I'm going to go with the Phoenix Suns on that one. If the Phoenix Suns can stay healthy. Devin Booker is Devin Booker. Eric Gordon, former sixth man of the year. The addition of Bradley Beal. With Bradley Beal, the question is always health. But if Bradley Beal can stay healthy, I think the Phoenix Suns are are serious threats. What say you? Well, well, first of all, let's not move off the Suns here for a second because you say that that's the concern with Bradley Beal. 
Isn't that the concern with every Suns star? KD, the health (laughs) has been the issue. DeAndre Ayton, the health has been the issue. Devin Booker has largely been healthy, but if you other guys are hurt, I mean, that's what happened in the playoffs. Devin Booker, like, they they got hurt, and that was it. That was ballgame. That was why they lost. Yeah, they didn't even put up a fight after that. Yeah. I agree. Like, that to me, health is the issue there. I agree with them, it's health. It's yeah. absolutely health. It's how much. Okay, so then throughout the season, how do they? How much will they do load management? How much will they? So yeah, I mean, to me, the biggest threat remains consistently the Phoenix Suns if they are able sure. to stay healthy. And and in the NBA, health is everything. People mock me for saying this because I said it a little bit yesterday too. When we were talking about the Western Conference, uh, to me, it's a, it's off the board here. It's the Sacramento Kings. Because what you're getting Ooh. with the king, because what you're getting with the Kings is you're getting a team that is young. Their core is young. They have a great player in De'Aaron Fox who can lead a team. Their biggest issue last year was the fact that they hadn't been there before. That franchise hadn't been in the playoffs in what twenty years. I mean, that, that was that was back when you were elementary school or middle school, right? Like yeah. <laughs> from elementary. what we were talking about in Terre Haute, like I, you. <laughs> You sit there and you say, well, they now have experience. That whole team is coming back on the whole. They know what it takes to be in the playoffs. They know what it takes to push the defending champions to the brink, which they did with the Warriors. Uh, To me, that's going to really help because they're all a year older. And also the fact that all of these other teams we're talking about, the Suns, sure, they're older. And like we talked about, health is an issue. The Lakers' health is an issue because LeBron and AD can't stay healthy throughout the entirety of a season. We've seen the Warriors have issues with health, with Clay Thompson, with Steph Curry. The Grizz are what well, we we don't know what the Grizz are going to be this year. So to me, it's like, well, wait, the Kings are the team that nobody's going to talk about because they're in Sacramento, California. But to me, they're the team that can absolutely threaten the Nuggets. You know, they have the coach of the year in Mike Brown. They have fourth quarter clutch De'Aaron Fox. I'm a big Sabonis believer. I liked him when he was with the Pacers and they took Golden State to seven. I mean, I I think that this is a, this is a team that definitely can continue. I'm surprised you're saying the biggest threat though. I'm surprised they are your biggest threat. Are you not a Lakers guy as far as the potential that you think that they can reach? Are they too old? Are they too like, like, how do you feel? How do we feel about the Lakers? If if LeBron or AD gets hurt, they're sunk because who's who's their second scorer? At that right, point? there's not depth. Or who's their yeah. best defender? I mean, the moves they made were great for the future of the franchise and trying to build that depth because that's something that the Suns didn't have last year. So that was important. So they'll be, I think, better positioned than, say, the Suns were if they lose one of their stars. But I'm just not sold on who's going to help on a nightly basis. Maybe maybe Reeves. Reeves is the guy, potentially. D'Angelo Russell can do it occasionally. But I'm just not there uh, on, on that. And here's the thing is we're talking about load management. Well, you need in order to beat the Nuggets, you're probably going to need to knock them off of home, of home court. And if you're going to have to load manage, you're probably not winning the Western Conference. So how's that going to work? So who's the team that probably doesn't need to load manage nearly as much? That's the Sacramento Kings. It's a good point. I'm a big believer in depth in the NBA and not only depth, Michael, but what we saw with the Nuggets were role players and guys who, if they weren't playing well and they got benched, were fine with it. That does not happen on a lot of NBA teams. Um, I love the attitude of... Aaron Gordon. Um, I loved Jeff Green, who you know we're going to have now again on the Rockets. Uh, Uncle Jeff, the legend that is. I'm a big believer in the Nuggets roster, and I was when you know I saw the Rockets again play them. They played them four times last season. So, 
Look, I mean, I think that they have the potential to win another and they have a potential to, you know, maybe be that next dynasty. But it'll be interesting to see who comes out of the West as the team that might be the um, thorn in their side and the biggest disruptor for them. Without question. So we're going to go from teams that are potential problems for the Nuggets in the West to a team that is hoping to be a problem for a decade or a decade and a half. That's the San Antonio Spurs. And what are realistic expectations for Victor Victor Wembenyama? We're going to get to that next. Kenny and Carl on ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. With the first pick in the 2023 NBA Draft, the San Antonio Spurs select Victor Wembanyama. Accomplishing something that I've been dreaming of, hearing that sentence from Adam Silver. I've dreamed of it so much. Know what I dream about? I dream about making my flight to New York on time tonight. I because cannot that, deal with this. That, that will start how my travels. Now, I'm not going on vacation until Friday after I'm on Friday's Canty and Carlin, but I'm heading to New York tonight so I can do Canty and Carlin from Bristol tomorrow and Friday. So you get two more days of me. Thank you very much. You're welcome, world. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN, the radio, ESPN app, Series XM, Channel 80. Alongside Vanessa Richardson, I'm Michael Rothstein. And Vanessa, I, I, so pretty much what has been happening during breaks has been I have been packing. This and is organizing my apartment. And each time I tell Vanessa this, she is like, she thought I was leaving tomorrow and just kind of getting ahead. And I was like, yeah, I'm leaving at nine o'clock. And she's like, oh, I was like, yeah, tonight. And Vanessa's bothered by this. I have so many questions. Here's what y'all need to know. I am not some planner organized chick. Like I am a last minute packer. However, I do not know if I would be, if I could ever be this much of a last you are leaving the country you are going to uruguay where where are you going chile uruguay and argentina okay so you're going to all these destinations like these are not places you can casually pack for like a weekend at grandma or a weekend in the hamptons which is where you go because you go to the hamptons i don't go to the haven't been to the hamptons in so many years stop so if you're going to a weekend (laughs) if you're going for a casual weekend you can like casually pack this is an out of country passport stamping trip and you are packing during our commercial breaks and you leave at nine. To, that is that is too last minute for even me. And if something is too last minute for me, it is too last minute, my friend. Well, it's uh, here's the thing is, I mean, I did start packing last night, to be fair. It's now just kind of the last <sighs> second things. The more to me, the more impressive thing. And, and I'm curious what you think. How do okay. you pack for trips? one 888 espn 888-729-3776. I am going for 13 or so days. I will not be in Atlanta. And what has basically gone on here is I am living going. I got it in one carry on and a backpack. For 13 days. I am impressed by this. I feel like this is something that not a lot of people can do. Are you doing laundry? No. Well, okay. I, will do, I will do laundry at my dad's, but that will be like only two days in. So, uh, so okay. I really pack for like 11 days. So how do you get that all in, in a carry-on in a backpack? 
Um, so there is a rolling system that I have. So I okay. roll, I roll a lot of Rolling stuff, on a and river. then I, yeah, and then I, I, I just, I am very economical with how I pack because I also, I, and this that means you rewear me, the same outfits. Sometimes is that what that this means? is me. This is me being mm. a dude, and like I can wear an outfit twice in in twelve days or so. I, True. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So you're looking at maybe six outfits. So you're calling fresh. them outfits, which I do not do. <laughs> so you're so th- this is like you could pack like six Hanes white T-shirts and you're fine. I, I would not. Well, that's not my style. But that's, yeah, it's a white party with Michael Rothstein. Yeah, 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 I am the world's messiest eater. All that would leave would be six same T-shirts that would be thrown away somewhere in South America, Vanessa. Leaving the country with only a backpack and a carry-on. Color me impressed. Color me impressed. Listen, it's it's the joy of solo travel because you just get off the plane and you go right to customs. It's right to uh, passports, passport control, immigration, whatever you want to call it. This is Kenny and Carl on ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. And no one who has to take a passport to come into the country, Victor Webanyama. So, Vanessa, you cover the NBA. You're You're down in Texas. What are the expectations for Victor this year? I mean, you're talking about somebody who the legends of the game are saying is the top prospect since LeBron James. And I say that because it's one thing, no offense, for talking heads like me, you know, to say. But for for Victor, he's. I think fans are going to want him to bulk up. I think people are going to want to see him win Rookie of the Year. And I think they need to make at least the play-in tournament. The last time the Spurs had this top pick, they took a guy named Tim Duncan. Duncan turned the team around pretty quickly and took him to the playoffs the next year. So I think fans are going to expect really, really big things from Victor. And I don't know that it's completely, completely fair because I don't think he's asked for it. But I think they're going to want him to bulk up. I think rookie of the year and play in tournament at least for Popovich and the Spurs. Whoa. Okay, hold on a second, because you threw something out there that I think is pretty, pretty bold based off of the roster construction. Ooh. You said that you think that the Spurs are going to make the play-in tournament this year. No, I think We're, that's the expectation. Okay, that's the fine. You think that's the expectation. We're going to break that down next here. Candy and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.